Welcome to this week's episode of Connect Her Podcast. At the time of recording, it is the middle of winter and it is the middle of July here in Australia. And the last thing on your mind is probably Christmas. And guess what? That is our subject for today. Be sure to keep a pen and paper handy. We've got some great tips coming up. Connect Her, a podcast that shares inspiration, education and connection for the entrepreneur. Hi, I'm Lee Cummins, the founder of Connect Her and host of this podcast. Join me as I share interviews with thought leaders, go-getters and real business owners, whilst also sharing thoughts and tools for the motivated lady boss. Hi, I'm Lee Cummins and Welcome to our podcast. As I said in the intro today, we're going to be talking about Christmas. Now, you're probably thinking, why would you do Christmas in July? And as a family, we generally celebrate a Christmas in July and have a nice little get-together, which is always good fun. But I'm actually talking about Christmas trading, which is something that I have to say was a huge eye-opener for me in 2018 and into 2019. I had a small foray into direct sales uh, for a short time and one thing that I found was that I had not prepared myself or my business for what happens here in Australia at Christmas which is generally I think uh, early in November with particularly in Melbourne, the Melbourne Cup, that people start to slow down their business. They start to slow down what they're doing, uh, the events that they're going to. They start to really slow down because they've got school holidays coming up. They've got Christmas coming up. And that can be a huge problem for people in business that are solopreneurs or sole traders because they're relying on that consistency from virtually early November right through to about March is when I start to see that things really pick up. So if you start to look at that, you've got November, December, January, February and March. That is virtually five months out of our trading year. Five months which is quite incredible. I particularly noticed that uh, over the last few years that more and more people are bringing their businesses to a slow stop, (laughs) if you want to call it that, from around that Melbourne Cup weekend. It can even be uh, as early as the grand final long weekend because that holiday feel starts to develop people start to think oh yeah there's only um you know I've got a long weekend here and then we could make the Melbourne Cup weekend a long weekend then I've got Christmas coming up so I need to start doing my Christmas shopping I've got the school holidays coming up I'm going to have to look at how I'm going to keep the kids entertained and all of a sudden back late September uh early November, that sort of area, those two areas start to get the mindset changed in a lot of people. 
So if you are some sort of solopreneur or some sort of sole trader, you may actually find that this Christmas or holiday mindset is creeping in earlier and it can have a detrimental effect to your business and your bottom line because we're virtually looking at five months where it is reduced trade of some description. However, if we know that and we pre-plan and we start planning our Christmas now that we can start building uh, processes in place to minimise that mindset trend from our customers and our clients, we can actually be ahead of the game. Now, as I said, I noticed this so much last year because I had, as I said, a small foray into direct sales. And what I found with direct sales is from about November, things started to slow down because people were going to Christmas functions. So they had less days available. They had the thoughts of kids going on school holidays. They were going on holidays. They had people coming in for the holidays and they had Christmas shopping to get done. They had, you know, food to be prepared. All those sort of things were coming into play and more excuses for not being able to uh, deal with the business that I was in was coming thicker and faster as November, you know, the first week of November sort of scooted past and then the second and then the third. All of a sudden we're in December and as soon as that 1st of December sign clicks over on your calendar it's like everybody goes crazy and they go missing in action and we really can't afford for our clients and our customers to go MIA for five months of the year what does that do to our business and this really got me thinking last year that this year even though I am not in the direct sales uh, industry like I was last year I still need to be prepared for those peaks and troughs in my business, particularly the fact that we've got that November wind down, December virtually non-existent. And then, of course, we get into January and there's holidays coming up and the kids are still at school. Summer, we go, you know, people go on holidays as well. Then you've got February where you've got more holidays. You've got Valentine's Day. All these things really do play into the mindset of some people, particularly clients and customers, and also some businesses. They think, oh, it's all too hard. I'm going to go on holidays as well. Well, let me tell you, Maya, Coles, Woolworths, West Farmers, Bunnings, all the big players, they don't go on holidays for five months and they certainly don't take a break for five months they would not be able to stay in business and nor can we as solo business owners or solopreneurs. So we've got to reset the clock and say, let's look at what's going to happen in six months' time or five months' time really in November. What is it that I want to achieve in my business and what am I planning to achieve? Starting to take stock. 
July is really the perfect time to start putting in some plans for what's going to happen over November, December, January, February and March. Because we do know that in those periods of time that there is a decline in business for solopreneurs and also for um, other businesses, but generally not your retail stores as such. So we know that every year, Christmas Day is on the same day every year. It's on the 25th of December, followed by Boxing Day on the 26th of December. We also know here in Melbourne that we've got the Melbourne Cup. We've also got the Grand Final, um, so there's the AFL Grand Final weekend. We also have the season of Spring Carnival. And for the racing, the second half of the year in Melbourne particularly is just massive. It does open up a lot of opportunities for marketing and it opens up a lot of opportunities for businesses to take advantages of those key areas. Particularly if we know that things may slow down, why not step up our marketing and why not use those sorts of days as key opportunities for growth in our business, take advantages of those key areas. Today I'd like to share with you about working backwards and how it can actually be very beneficial for you in your business. Think about the last time you looked at your planner or diary. You know, it doesn't matter whether it's an electronic version or whether it's a paper version. Personally for me, and I've said it in past episodes, I prefer a paper version for planning. But I do have my electronic version, which is there, that if I'm out and about and I don't have my planner with me, I can easily track what's happening on the day, just by using my electronic diary on my phone or my iPad. Sometimes you know when your project is supposed to be completed or you know when there's something coming up in the marketing calendar. And it means that there's a way that you can work backwards to determine when you should start. So we know that Christmas Day and Boxing Day are on the 25th and the 26th of December. I would also encourage you to look when school holidays are, when they start and when they end over that Christmas period. Also look at things like the spring carnival season. You know when that's going to be and you can set a date. So let's look at some of these key factors. You've got Christmas Day. Most people are going to have that day off or be celebrating with family or friends. So let's work from that date. We'll use that as our target date or our deadline. So when you've actually got your hard target date or your deadline that can't be changed, what you can then do is work back from the finish and work back to the start. So you then determine the sequence of order and that will determine the duration for which each of the tasks are going to take place. So we know that Christmas is coming up. We've got, we set that as a date. And we work backwards on plans of how we can ensure that we market and create a process that instead of having that lull 
starting in November through to December through to Christmas that we start to put some plans in action. So we use Christmas Day as our deadline date and we work backwards and create a working progress and a process of what needs to be done and what marketing you can do leading up to today's date. As an example, I'll give you an example of what I mean. Many years ago, I used to build pharmacies uh, for a company. So I would be given um, what they call an approval number and an empty shell and an end date, a date that the doors had to be open and the business had to start trading. So that was my end date. I had to then curate having the building of the internal building, the stocking of the store and the staffing of the store. I then had a determination of works based on opening the doors on that day at 9am. And I had it broken up into different areas. So I had each of those areas, although it was one project, there were three projects within those projects. So I had building, stocking and staffing as my three key areas. And under each of those three key areas, I then had sub-areas. And when things needed to get started on each area, because obviously you couldn't start stocking the store until it was built. And you couldn't start staffing the store until you started stocking it. So knowing that, I always had the end date, which was actually the start of the project or the start of the opening of the store. I knew what date I had to open the doors and I just worked backwards. You basically look at it and say, I intend to open the door, I intend to turn the alarm on, uh, alarm off, I intend to set the cash registers up and we need to turn the lights on, we need the computers going, we've got our staff, we've got our stock and you work the process backwards. Utilising visualisation of what that first day looks like and then you work your project back in determinations of how the process is going to work. And it's using these same fundamental steps on being able to create a process so that you can ensure that you don't have these lulls from November, December and into January, February. You pre-plan and pre-planning is going to be the key to success of ensuring that you don't have those ups and downs in your business. You don't have those lulls and issues where people are away and you're expecting people to come to an event. So we're going to work through those processes. We're going to take a short break and we are going to listen to our sponsor's message and then I'm going to be back with a few more tips and some more information. So see you on the other side of this sponsor's message. (music) 
Networking to me isn't about working, it's about connecting. I never understood why it wasn't called net connecting. Hi, I'm Lee Cummins, founder of Connect Her. Have you been to one of our connectors? We're opening new locations every month. Visit www.connecther.com.au forward slash events to find a location near you. Not one near you? Have you considered becoming a leader? As we embark on our 1000 Connections vision, we are so proud of our leaders. So visit our website to find out more about how you can become a leader or attend one of our fabulous events. Welcome back. So we've been talking about the lulls and and what can happen between November, December, January, February and sometimes right into March. But we're looking at a way of determining that this is going to possibly happen. So what can we do to fix it? Make things not so difficult, not having five months of disruption. And we've been talking about working our way backwards on a project. It's a way of working your way backwards from whatever project it could be. You don't necessarily have to use it for the fact that we're talking about um, Christmas. You could do it for any sort of project. But we're talking about it for marketing today because uh, we need to make sure that we've got some marketing tools and we've got some plans in place for that lull that may possibly and has occurred many times over. We really need to try to stay on track and this is a lot easier to stay on track when you work backwards. You may want to start initially with some tiny projects and just see how it works to get a feel for it. You might only want to do it for something, you know, a month out or a week out or two weeks out just to get a feel for working backwards and see how it goes for you. What I'm talking about is known as backward goal setting, backward design or backward projecting. It's also called reverse engineering. It's another word or another way that you can use it as well. The main key takeaway is that you start your project planning with the finishing date first and in your reverse engineering you schedule backwards to a start date. And if you do this correctly, what you'll find is that a lot of common pitfalls can be identified quickly. And this is also a project that Stephen Covey speaks about in The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And it's also outlined in seven key steps. And one of those steps was to start your day with the end in mind. And this is exactly what we're doing when we're projecting that there may be a reduction in our business uh, shortly or over the Christmas New Year break. And it's exactly the same with project management, but there's just a few key ingredients that you really need to take into account. One is ensuring that you have an end date. That is just super important. And it's also important to have a list of the key activities that are going to be encompassed in the project. So in the case of Christmas coming up, 
We want to ensure that we don't have a lull in our business. So one of the things that you would need to look at is the key activities that you are going to incorporate over those period of time so that you don't end up with the lull. It may actually be a few different projects within the one project. But first off, all you do is you want to enter in your date first. So in this instance, we've talked about Christmas Day. And then you start putting in milestones or things that you want to have completed by a certain date. So it may be social media posts. It may be some advertising on Google or or Facebook ads. It may be that you want to set dates for events. Certain tasks you know that you want, are going to want to complete. Be sure to lock those tasks in and lock in how long they're going to take for you to create and how long you want them to run for. Also making sure that you've got enough time within your deadline that it's all working to plan as well. And have in your planner time as a buffer that if things don't go to plan. I think it's also important to utilise your planner or your diary based on the process of backward planning or reverse engineering. There's uh, also, I recommend too, that uh, with backward planning, make sure that your projects are done on time, that you find that you actually do get them going on time because you are working backwards to a date and you find that you don't lose that steam that you would uh, when you start, you know, gung-ho and then all of a sudden you lose steam because you get exhausted from it. Doing it this way, you've got an end date in mind. You've got something that you're, you're targeting because when you're painting a project, Quite a few people think that you begin at the beginning, but if you're up against a deadline, it's actually better to reverse it and start with the deadline and work your way backwards. There is actually um, a paper in um, the Psychology PhD student magazine, and uh, this student, Welton Chang, explains that backwards planning works by examining your deadline first you know your due date, so you know how long you have to get a project completed. And from there, you can start working backward steps on how much you do, what you have to do each day, and what has to be done before the deadline. A day out, a week before, a month before, etc. By examining these milestones in reverse, you can give yourself a clearer picture of how much you have to get done in the given time frame. The alternative that you, that all too many of us adhere to is to begin with the first step and work on it as long as we feel it necessary, which tends to mean that we rush at the end and we end up eating up the time that we need for future work because we're trying to rush and get to the end result. And if we have to rush the final work, we lead to a poor result. Backwards planning allows us to structure our work at a pace that makes sense and gives us the freedom to do quality work. 
backward planning for a lull in our business gives us the opportunity to really look at the fact that we have got a period of time that is possibly reduced to you know whatever it happens to be and it'll be different for every business because some businesses are actually going to explode because of the fact that you know it's um it's that type type of project uh, or product or service that you offer so you may want to think about November December is so quiet for me you may want to look at offering gift vouchers for Christmas um, gifts you may want to do mother and daughter days or whatever your and, and every business is different um, you know my business is connect her which is women's business networks now I know in December that people aren't necessarily want to go networking they don't want to take time out of their business they probably have it's probably the most opportune time to be out networking because it's exposing their business at the most crucial time but some people have a different mindset so I have to look at December and January are going to be pretty quiet with people out networking. I personally don't take a break over Christmas and New Year out of my business. I keep working it because while other people are going on holidays, I'm picking up the people that aren't on holidays. So think about that as well. So my invitation to you is over the next couple of weeks, have a look at how those periods of time could possibly impact your business and if they are going to impact your business start looking at reverse planning that what are the steps that you can do and what can you take away from this podcast and look at how you can develop that into a plan so that you don't end up with five months of reduced income because let's face it guys who can afford reduced income these days. I know I can't and I know many of my um, business women friends, they can't afford it either. So if we can get smarter and look at it that, okay, we're in July, but let's hit the ground running and see what we have to do between now and then to avoid having that lull in business. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Connect Her. I loved having you connect with us on our podcast channel. Don't forget there's plenty of ways to get connected with with us at Connect Her. But be sure on our Connect Her website, connecther.com.au, to check out CH Radio. You can leave messages and comments on there for any of our episodes. Until next time, as I always want to say, stay connected. Stay connected on Facebook at Connect Her Australia. We've also got our private Connect Her collective group that you can apply to be a part of. Instagram, head on over at Connect Her AU. On our website, you've got connecther.com.au. 
We're on all the usual podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public and Anchor. Over on Apple Podcasts, be sure to subscribe, rate and write a review to make it easier for people to find us. On our website, don't forget to leave a comment and check out our show notes. Until next time, stay connected.